Welcome to Spike Off the Water, hosted by me, Shane. They call me Spike on the Water. Our podcast is all about boating, boaters, boating environments, and everybody that's on the water. We love it, and we want to share it all with you. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get into a new adventure on the water. So hi, I'm Spike. How to do, Richard? And I'm Margaret. Margaret, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Yeah. Welcome to Spike Off the Water. Well, it's we, a... we have something in common. Okay. You grew up in Jamaica. My mama grew up in Jamaica. Uh, you met my mom out in the hall. You know, she, we have our family business here at the Trade Center. Oh, do you? And yeah, she's right outside Hall D. But uh, no, I got my doctor bird right here. Oh, there <laughs> right, there's Jamaica side. And that's Northern Ontario side. So uh-huh. my dad was from Northern Ontario. Uh-huh. Yeah. All the bases. Well, they did. <laughs> it dropped me in Toronto on the water where I make boats beautiful. So our podcast is all about boating, boaters, and the boating lifestyle. And, you know, we ask a couple questions that, you know, it's just meant to tell a story. Give young people an example to how they might look at boats as a career or a lifestyle for themselves. We're trying to get more and more young people out on the water, a place that we all know and love. So what are your earliest memories of being on the water? Okay. And that, that's here in Canada? No, that's in Jamaica. Okay. Montego Bay on the water. Yeah. And so we grew up racing a sailboat in Montego Bay. And basically after I left Jamaica, So you've been a hardcore racer since you were a kid? Yeah. And you, you, you can't stop still? No. <laughs> no. And you, you're sailing in Toronto now? You race? Yeah, we race. What club are you from? Okay. Stop. Stop racing for a while. All right. We stop racing. So let's let's go back a little bit because he introduced me to me in Paris. I used to be a surfer. Okay. And we both came up here. Oh wow! And he had to get up and sail. The world was very standing. So the first chance he got with somebody let us or gave us a little boat. Yeah. Got me up and tried it too. And that didn't go so well, but eventually we got a little catamaran, that was a lot of fun. We got a little bigger boat, we got racing. So you didn't have a youth on the water? No. You just started out as you met this gentleman and you decided yeah. we're going to go back to the water? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was the one, the one that hooked was the catamaran yes. in Florida. Yes. We rented a cat in Florida. And I said, oh, I think I like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is the speed? Was it the wind? Yeah. yeah. And wind in your hair. Yes. And horizons everywhere. And sunshine and good times and good community on the water. And it, do, you, do you find sailing down in Jamaica as interesting as sailing like on the Great Lakes? It's a very, very different reality, isn't it? It is. And in a lot of ways, I prefer it. Here. 
No, there. Down there? Okay. Why? Okay. The wind, the wind is basically always blowing. Yeah. Always a decent Okay. I've never been boating down there. No. At one point, we have an all bird surfing. Okay. That's a serious tour. And then yeah. we went uh, we went we went Tico, we went up. Wow. We stayed all over the Caribbean, but no. uh, it, it, it was good sailing. Yeah, it was like you get back to the Caribbean and it's like more. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been down to Yard in since I was I think eleven or twelve. Yeah. I'm forty two now. Yeah. yeah. The reason I don't go back, I don't care to go back, is because the last time I was down there was the first time Reebok pumps were introduced. And Reebok pumps were not available in Canada yet. I got my first pair in Miami. And I reached Jamaica, was staying at a villa on my cousin's visit and left my Reebok pumps. And I was just like, I don't, I don't gotta hang out with you people, I'm sorry. You know? Right, so that, that was like the 80s was the last time I was in Jamaica and I see it in videos and you know pictures now and there's like paved roads I don't remember paved roads in Jamaica necessarily there's one one or two highways but the rest of it was dirt roads but now they got fast cars and luxury cars and all kinds of things have changed down there but never been on the water there like boating I was in a sea pool I remember it was during a tide change when I stepped out of the pool and my buddy was too slow. He got pushed out on the reef, got cut up real bad. Yes. Yeah. But those sea pools that that fill from from the sea, and like you're up in there with fish and all kind of things, and that was a very very cool memory of Jamaica. Like that was one of the great parts of Jamaica. But I understand you guys have sailed all over the world now. Another question. Well, that that's. That's a good hike. It's one of our questions is what is your great adventure story? And that sounds like it right there, right? But is there another moment on the water where you said this is awesome, this is amazing, or this was totally traumatic, and I'm not going to do that over again? But so we got a bright side and we got a dark side. That's positive every time, right? And the right land, too. Yeah, the right land. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Well, 
if, is there uh, another one that you have? Like, that sounds like a beautiful, beautiful story, but we know that every time we go out on the water, we're taking a risk. Like, a lot of us have been mariners a long time and have everything unconsciously confident of what's the right move to make, what's the right tuning of the sail, or, or you know, what's the proper preparation that, you know, I have everything I need on board to get where I'm going, but sometimes we make a mistake. Is, is there a, a story you have where you made a mistake on the water? It wasn't a mistake, it was a decision. Mm. We, were, we were in the Canaries, and the storm came. And we knew we had to leave. And we said, okay, we would rather face that storm in open water than in the outer Yeah, yeah. So we left, and we went through. Night where no sails, just beer cold. Just surviving. And uh, uh, what they call the Jordan Sears beer. Okay. And, uh, basically, they never felt unsafe. Mm. Right? Partly because of the drone and the type of wood it was. Yeah. It was just like. Yeah. Okay. It was just like a pilot. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it didn't, when you were, we were coming into the night, we had to make the decision to um, put the road up because the waves were so high, we had a wind vane on the back of the boat, and the waves were so high that every time we went up to the trough, there was no wind, even though the wind was howling, yeah, there was no wind yeah. on the trough, so there was no steer. Yeah, so the wind didn't steer. So we had to steer, and then the waves started breaking as the night was coming, so we had to make You don't show up back on land sooner than you expected. Big ships could be a problem out in the dark too. <laughs> That's a legendary story. Yeah, no, I've never been out on the sea. I've been out in the middle of Lake Ontario many times in the middle of the night, coming back from a work shift in St. Catharines, come out the Welland, head for Toronto, and sometimes it's not too pleasant on the lake in the middle of the night. Yeah, so I have a little 22-foot rip, so I'm not going down, but sometimes I'm not making a lot of traction if the, if the sea is too strong, you know? So I know what, what it feels like to just be at the mercy of the water, but it's also exhilarating, you know, to be that connected, to be out there in space where not a lot of people get to go or even dare to go. to share that with my friends here in the city that a lot of them never been on a boat ride some of them never been south of the highway and I'll say oh we're going out well I'm gonna take you out around the island you're gonna see stars in the city you know because you, you remove the pollution of the city the light pollution and we've got a beautiful sky to observe right here 
on Lake Ontario and you know that's you know leading to our final question is what do you believe is a, the best entry point for a young person to get in the recreational boating lifestyle Where, where's where's the inroad yeah suggestions is go for a boat ride yes. you know yeah. ask ask somebody you know that has a boat or yes. head down to a marina or a yacht club yes. and start letting people know yes. you'd like to go out on a boat you'd like that experience for that for that afternoon for that day it's a goal of yours and somebody is going to take you out on the water And you get to see the city from the water. Toronto is one of the most beautiful cities to look at from the water, you know? And I really love sharing that with as many people as possible and sharing stories from boaters like yourself to as many people as possible that need to know. Life's just better on the water. We love it. We're, that's it. That, that is such a godsend, right? Like when I want to go home from the middle of Burlington or from wherever on the lake, you can pick off that tower and beeline towards it and, you know, slow down when you get too close because you might end up on the island, right? Yeah. Well, thank you very much for being on the podcast. It was a lovely conversation. Thank you very much for being boaters and having the adventures and being on the water every day. Right on. We'll see you on the water, eh? Thanks for joining us on the Spike Off the Water podcast where we chat to boaters about the boating lifestyle. Please follow us online at webeautifyboats.com and subscribe to our newsletter so you can get a notification of all the new interviews. We look forward to seeing you all on the water and on our Instagram at Spike on the Water and at We Beautify Boats. See you on the water.